welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk and on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC for all the latest news, reviews, and interviews. The first international season has arrived, and the first episode was just as savage as its American All-Star counterpart. So who is the pork shock All-Star? It's time to talk all things Drag Race España All-Stars, and here with me is La Veronica. How are you? I am fabulous, darling. Thank you so much for asking. I am, as you can see, freshly showered. I I smell presentable, so we're good to go. I mean, if I could smell you from here, I'm smelling gorgeousness. I smell like money. I bet. All right, friends, let's get into it. Pronunciations. I took Spanish in high school and middle school. It's been many, many years since then. So we were, we're, we're learning, we're remembering things. And obviously, um, as, as many You're people fine. know, the, the, the Spanish, taking... Spanish and like, like for with Drag Race Mexico, Mexican Spanish, a little different, a little different. Yeah, South American Spanish and Spain Spanish are very different. But hey, Michael took Spanish many, many, many years ago in high school. Not that long ago, some years ago. And look at you applying it now. Your Spanish teacher, exactly. Ms. Gonzalez, will be so proud. I actually uh, went to my brother's good friend's uh, wedding over the summer. And he actually got married to the daughter of my high school Spanish teacher. Um, and I, I had told her about this. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy you're reusing it. And I was like, I don't remember a thing, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Don't she ask me how me to conjugate was, a verb. As, as long as I can pronounce the queen's names, I'm happy. She told me I'm, I, I was a better student than my brother. And that was the best thing I heard all year. So that's all we need. That's all you need. All right. As always, I must leave a disclaimer. And I'm going to go slowly this time, friends. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality. TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are showing what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they've also been put in this position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television program. And that's just something that's important for all of the shows we talk about because... Oh yeah, 100%. I think people forget that we have to differentiate that this is entertainment and these are real people we're talking about. So sometimes feelings get hurt. But remember, they're I also know real people that, but no one talks about me, but that's a whole different conversation, a different podcast. Oh, okay. Well, talk about <laughs> Michael too, guys. Okay. Michael's a person, not a robot. All right. Um, let's go in. The workroom is looking pretty. It got of a bit of like a golden upgrade. I'm here for it. Very mm -hmm. bright, like an all-star. I'm here for the, the little tweaks they've it's done. It's cute. Um, they definitely have a little bit. I mean, they have some budget. They've yes. tied it up. It looks nice. I like it. I've always liked the Spain workroom because it looks smaller. So it forces the girls to really be on top of each other, which yeah. I always enjoy. Because I mean, who doesn't like I find being that on top get more dramatic. Oh, it's true. It's true. Now... Let's go through our first queen. 
I'm not a gremlin anymore. I am not dodgy anymore. I'm a new queen with style, and I'm looking for you, the drag race crown. She is back. It's season one's Poopy Poison, and she calls herself the Rosetta Stone of drag queens because she is old. Oh, sweetheart. She's she reminds us that she has appeared on all the seasons of Drag Race España, first yes. as a contestant, then as a guest, and then as a Snatch Game contestant. So uh, checks out that she's actually on this program. She's an all-star. Yeah. It makes sense. She will be using the validation that she was a tremendous actress with her in her season, but she wants to show the world she's a new queen with new makeup. All right, we're going to talk about this makeup. Her look is by mm-hmm. David Moss, hair by Alfon Corquera. She's oh, certainly right. getting an upgrade in the look department, and she's borrowed Supreme's rooted wigs from season one. Um, that was a choice. I think this is an inoffensive look. It's Y2K realness, and she still thinks that's how you can fit in with the kids and be hip nowadays. But denim on denim, it's an easy drag look. Is it the most cohesive? Probably not. But why give them a full upgrade in the entrance look? Like, this is a good bridge to what we'll get later on. I am so sorry. Like, my cats are running around and fighting with each other, so I think they're kind of giving their opinion on the look. Yeah, that's Um, right. I wasn't the craziest about this personally. I love Poopy. I think she is such a funny queen. She gives me that like, she gives like you that old school camp element, mm-hmm. which I absolutely adore. Um, but I don't think that this whole Britney Justin look was it for me yeah. to go walk into the workroom. And um, if you're gonna do denim, 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 the denims need to match, in my yes. opinion. And I could have done with less. She didn't need that. She didn't need this piece. It took her off, like the piece of her neck, cut her off weirdly, and then it made her look like two different drag queens. Fair like enough. one from below the neck and one above. I mean, she looks great. Her makeup has definitely improved. Uh, the wig is a boot. So bad. The wig is a, it's, it's not even a boot. It is a chancla that has been left out in the rain. Oh, no. Um, and I should know because I have a wig very similar to that, and that's what my friends tell me when I wear it. They're like, that wig is a boot. So, yeah, the wig is a no-no. Um, excited to see what she brings. Um, she's always funny. She's always interesting. I'm going to give her a soft toot. Mm. Uh, it's a very soft toot. It's a very soft toot. Audience, 47% toot, 53% boop. Now, Poopy is all alone and admires the upgrades that Supreme made in the workroom, calling out all the money she made on Rescue Queens, a show that actually Poopy starred on alongside her. No collusion in this workroom, none whatsoever. No, not so ever. Uh, did you watch any of Queens this is, Rescue Queens? For those of you who don't know, Rescue Queens is basically the word here of Spain. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, or the drag SOS that we had here in the UK. Yes. Um, and, and the Spanish version was Supreme, Poopy, Astrea, and Sharon. Yes, that was correct. Look at your pronunciation. She will say that when it's so time... Be so proud. Well, it's time to film a music video. She's going to get on a stool, and I thought that lady was going to topple over. I was a little worried that um, she was going to fall on that stool. That's where all the budget was going to go to her medical bills. Yes. She tells us that she wants to compete alongside some of the best listing killer queen and sagittaria um why not any other queens from the other two seasons did she watch them i mean surely she was in the room at moments um maybe she i mean she did say she's old so maybe she just doesn't remember the other seasons that's fair that's fair she does say no you remember more of the girls that you competed with i suppose that's true she doesn't want any of the canary queens but guess what editing 
Heaven wasn't ready for me. I'm back, baby. Hola, babies. It's the most famous canary queen in the world, Drag Setless from season two. Now, you may ask, why is she the most famous? Because she lasted longer than the other two. Uh, rest in peace, Volcano, and the other one. She is most proud of how she has set the bar high for canary drag, and people have reached out to her, sending her lots of love and their male parts. Of course they did. Because people always do. Yeah. She states that her drag has evolved because if it doesn't, there is no progress. And if there's no progress, there's no learning. What a profound statement from uh, Drag Setlas. I'm I'm so proud of her. So I look at you doing philosophy right? for you. Her look is by Yeremi Hidalgo. This mm-hmm. is how you make a new first impression. I love the color story, the black and the silver. I adore. She, she's giving I... you canary drag but is hiding the boots with the tool very smartly. And you can tell she's learned how to excel in this program by marrying her drag aesthetic with the classical sense of Spanish drag. The only thing that I would have cut would have been the silver armor piece, but overall very strong first impression. See, I have to disagree with you. I would have had more of the silver armor. Oh, tell me where. I think she should have had more. Um, I would have loved if the pieces on the arms, Mm -hmm. arms pieces would have been silver. Because they would have created this kind of like Wonder Woman moment, like sure. you know the bracelets and then the chest piece. Um, I think that would have been a little bit better, or maybe she could have had like an actual piece around her neck. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. I think she needed more of the silver because there is a lot of black and dark colors in the look, and it's really don't get me wrong, it's lovely, it's absolutely beautiful. Like you look at it, like it is stoned to a cinch of its life. That makeup is painted. And even just when they glimpse back to her entrance in season two, mm-hmm. and you see her with the hair and the and the headpiece, I'm just like, no, I prefer her bold. Yeah, it's like, a very really strong statement. Bold. It's a very strong statement piece. It's gorgeous, very very smart. Rightfully said, cover the shoes with tool. Mm-hmm. Especially, I do the same thing because I hate wearing heels, so I'll wear like really tall flats, and I will always wear long dresses so that no one can see the shoes. Um, very smart girl, beautifully painted. Um, I spent some time in the Canary Islands last year and the drag there is something else. The Spanish girls really go hard. Could you wear the so, Canary Island boots that they wear in, in their performances? I like my ankles. <laughs> I like where they are. I like where they are pointing. Yes. And I like my knees the way that they are. So no, thank you. Um, yes. I am a petite queen and I will stay that way. I'll give this look to you. It's a, it's a toot for sure. Audience it's loved a... it. 97% toot, 3% boot. Drag Setless will greet Poopy and tell her she's never seen her dress this well. We love shady reads. Now, oh, because it's... Poopy is a troll, she will convince Drag Setless to do the mannequin challenge for the arrival of the next girl. And the next girl probably thought they were actually mannequins, but uh, that's because I think she's a silly goose. Um, also, isn't the mannequin challenge like so like 10 years ago? Uh, yeah, but also, hello, um, we've already established yeah, he's old. She's, she's old. The references are coming from like 2005, so. Hello, beauties. What's up? It's me, Pink Shadora, and this time I've learned to cover up my beard, but she did forget that glitter stains your face, and that beard reveal was just a glitter overload. What was she thinking? I would That's have like tried. when I, I put glitter it. on. It's not good. It just gets everywhere. Oh, you she kept the beard. Yeah. I think it was cooler with the beard. Yeah, yeah. Once again, slow down your viewing speed because this bitch talks very fast. It is season three's Pink Shadora, and we just can't get rid of her. 
yet. She is excited to come back as she is still the life of the party. She's still in one piece, but improves more rhinestones because she can afford it. She is best known for her Lola Flores and thinks she should win because drag needs spontaneity. No more splits. Bring back old drag. Interesting. What do you think about her statement about old school drag compared to, you know, the splits and tricks of it all? Well, yeah. Um, I think you can't have old, you can't have old drag and new drag. Drag is also, drag is so many different things. Yes. Like I perform in London mostly and London, mostly in cabaret circuits. London is eclectic as fuck. Like yes. we have all kinds of drag. Um, and so I think it's very bold of her to say like, oh, there isn't a place for just splits. There's, we should have more of the old drag. And part of me is like, yeah, I'm, there are girls that all they can do is just a split and they can't, when you put a microphone in front of them, they're, that's it, it's over. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, girl, if you can do the splits and heel clicks like Mirage does, for example, work. That's a talent. It gets you your money. Whatever pays the rent. It's true. Her look is by Moag Originals, Jewels by Sol Norte. Obviously, the beard reveal was a gimmick, but the actual garment, I think, was quite lovely. It's campy and fashionable and very much in line to her personality. I think the hair was styled well. It was flirty and fun and a great upgrade from her original entrance look. Mm. I love... See? Okay. I love the dress. Yeah. I love the hair. Yeah. I don't love them together. Oh, why? I don't think that... I The hair... The, the Okay. I think she should have kept the beard, to be honest. Fair. And had a different hair. Because the hair is coming out to like here. Mm-hmm. And the dress is coming out to here. And the hair is so big, but it ends up really short. So it feels to me like it's covered. Like you can see the shadow that falls on her face. It's sure. covering half her face. You can't really appreciate the makeup. And the makeup's not bad. The makeup looks good. Her face actually looks good, in my opinion. Um, I think they look better with the beard. And I would have had maybe like a... You know what would have been cool? Like having that pink beard and having a pussycat wig. There you go. That could have been interesting. I think that would have been cute. The, the dress is gorgeous. I love it. I want it. Like, Ask her for short. it. Maybe she'll give it to you. Oh, honey, I don't fit in that. But um, maybe I'll find her. Um, I'll find out where she lives. I cut up all her wigs and then take to her dress. There it is. Um, it's a, for me, it's a, it's a toot. But the hair is a boot. I'll the give hair it belongs in a different dress. Audience 73% toot, 27% boot. Now, upon breaking out of the mannequin challenge, Poopy was asking why Gosper was there. Did not get the reference. Can you help us? Why Gosper was there? Um, I think she was just like saying how either Setlas or Poopy look really pale. Okay. Okay. And I think that's what she was referring to, but it's, yeah. uh, it kind of went up. The thing is, honestly, 95% of the things that, um, Pintadora says, go over my head because of yeah. how fast she speaks. And I'm it's Colombian. So we speak quickly. Yeah. But the way that she speaks, I'm just like, uh-huh. Yes. And she uses a lot of like Spanish dialect words. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to understand her sometimes. Yeah. Now the insults yeah. are going to yeah. continue as Pink Shadora will tell us sit less. Um, well, it looked like Chuchi from a distance, and Chuchi wishes. She wishes. Chuchi wishes so hard. The girls, will call... the other girl, yeah, the other one. The girls will call out her shit ring, which is literally a ring that looks like rhinestone shit. It's very camp. She says it brings her luck everywhere she goes. Um, oop. where was it? Where was it last season? Yeah. Uh, do you have an accessory that brings you good luck? 
I'm wearing it right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Lip gloss. Um, sounds really silly, but yeah, lip gloss. And for me, um, I always love a statement earring. I have yeah. this really gorgeous pair of, um, I'm not wearing them right now, obviously, but I have this really gorgeous pair of like polar earrings, mm-hmm. like the bamboo ones, and it says Veronica on them. One of my fans, shout out to Jazz, she knows, that's from Tumblr 12, shout out to you. She sent them to me as a birthday gift for Veronica. And I love them. I wear them all the time. They're like my favorite accessory. I'm here for Sometimes it. I, I literally that. will fly out of my ear while I'm performing because I'll like spin <laughs> or something. And we'll one of them will fly out. But I'm just like, it's okay. It's fine. It's part of the it's part of the work. I love it. I love them so much. Why use 5G when we could play with the G spot? The push mm. phone is back. It's the eighth person to leave for season two, Jorigi Derklee. Was she the fan favorite? She told us she was the fan favorite. I don't really She's remember. The fan that favorite. Okay, she was the okay. fan favorite. All right. Uh, just JP, if you're listening, that's what they say. You were just the only person who gave her a boot that one week. And I think everyone's still mad at you. Anyway, she discovered she was an actress without a sense of ridicule and campy sense of humor. Uh, sure, we're going to go with that. She is the proudest of her representation of the trans community. We love to see it. And she is very happy and very much in love. Good for you, Diva. Yeah. I'm alone. Good for so her. Fuck off, whatever. Um, I mean, she looks stunning. She's gorgeous. She's fun. She's so fucking beautiful. I hate how beautiful she is. Her look is by Isadora Gambaretti, corset by Francois Tamarine, hair by Cesar Fernandez, headpiece by Rafa Peñendor. It's very fashion forward with classic elements. It's a bit dark and drab for my liking. I would love to see this like in a brighter color, but I think the mug is exactly what she does well. It's very her. It's not the best thing she's worn or the best thing we're ever going to see her wear. It serves the purpose of an entrance look, and I think that was very smart. Yeah. It's, it stands out from the workroom. Yes. It feels to me like somebody told her, these are the colors of the workroom. Yeah. This is what you need to wear. To really, really contrast. The, Do the you remember the days gimmick? when Drag Race had a brick wall that was actually brick color and not pink? God damn. Yeah, we remember, we, like, yeah when it was the those? basement that where they film uh yeah. Can we recolor those seasons, please? Oh honestly, my back just thinking about how long ago that was, my back hurts. I know, right? Um yeah, I love her. I think she's so stunning. Um the work, the walking route, it was just perfect. Like I'm out of words. It was perfect. The phone everything i was just like this is so smart and so stupid it, it was so smart because it's one of those things where it's a callback to your time on the previous season so why not bring us back to that world and remind exactly. everyone that's and what it was, we liked about you and it was quite an iconic moment because it led yeah. to a really big fight yeah, and sure a really did. big dramatic moment so it's kind of like that whole i'm the fan favorite and this is why i'm the fan favorite does that you mean know? Does that mean when Melinda Varga comes back eventually that she's going to have to wear Vivian Westwood? I mean, Vivian Westwood's dead, so... Um, well, and no. Vivian Westwood inspired, because that's inspired. what Inspired. Vivian Westwood inspired that she got from the flea market, you know, the one by the train station. Yeah. I'm going to give Jirigi a toot. It's a toot for me, yeah, 100%. Audience, 94% toot, 6% boot. Now, she joins the girls overflowing in sensuality... And that's all we get until our next diva arrives. Very interesting that we didn't have a lot of content here for Jurigi. So methinks that they're saving it for later. Jurigi, I mean, she was the same thing in season two. She was like rather quiet and then yeah. she kind of blossomed. Yeah. Um, so I think they might do the same thing in this one. Yeah. 
Each year's worse. This is a garage with two spotlights. Dark Paquita is back. Thank God we only have a Paquita and not a Paquita and a Petita to confuse everybody. Oh, Petita, Paquita. I love that. That was, that was the problem I had with season three. It was like, Petita, I thought what Paquita was winning. Um, love it's them. very confusing. They're both great. Anyway, she tells us great. she was weak in the dance department on season three, but loved acting in the horror movie challenge. She was glad to let loose and take off all her beauty. And she has already sucked all the daddies dry. Now she's coming for the mummies on All Stars. Mails money, honey. Very that equal opportunity and sucker. Equal opportunities. Honestly, the way that she, the first line that she said in the, in the confessional, "Kita kita, kita la paquita," I was like, "That's so stupid." It rhymes. It's perfect. She basically just said, "Get out of the way, get out of the way." Paquita's here. I love um, it. And I was just like, "Yes, perfect." Um, no designers I mean, for her look. I think for her look, it's trying too hard to be fashion. In a big fashion way, but I have so many mm. questions. Mostly, why and what for? The puffer I wasn't jacket sure craze. Where she was going. Yeah, the puffer jacket craze should die. Why we're going with neon green and yellow beyond me? But this is not a side of Paquita we're used to seeing. As even with the bare chest present, it's probably the most close she's put on ever. A very ambitious look. It's. You know, I think she was trying. Like I was again, bold colors. Yeah. That really stood out against the entry, which I loved. I actually really did like the neon green and yellow. But if she was really going to take it to that streetwear level where it was supposed to be couture, yeah, I would have loved to have seen that jacket way more exaggerated. Sure. You know, like, yeah, have the jacket up to here, but they'll have those sleeves really, really exaggerated. And she's a tiny one you. also. Um, she's tiny. She's petite. Um, that skirt, the way that it's sitting on her waist, hate it. Yeah, because it should either start high or I don't know what it's doing. Um, I I get it, but mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm like, I know that you can do better. I agree. I'm gonna go soft too. Soft too, yeah. Audience sixty two percent to thirty eight percent boom. She will say hi to the cockroaches, la cockroaches on the side. Now I have a bone to pick. Poopy will tell us that Paquita did well on her season and wants to see how she does now. Let's draw back the curtain a little bit. The season hadn't aired in an entirety by the time they were filming this. So how in the hell would Poopy know that? Do you think they were all fed results for continuity purposes? They were. They were. So if you if you know where to read and you know the places to go, the girls were fed results for continuity so that they knew exactly who and what was going on. Because there were certain parts that, like, they, they barely... That's why, for example, when you see the girls interacting, which you'll notice as, mm -hmm. the, as the episode goes on, season one and two girls interact quite a lot with each other. And the season three girls interact only with each other. Yeah. Because they don't know each other. Because obviously, the season hasn't aired. It hasn't really been announced or anything. So the girls don't really know each other that well. So it's a weird one. Um, which so I weird. thought was quite hilarious. We're having to sit there and pretend like, oh, yes, I know who she is. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You've never met her. Setlas and Makita will admire each other's nails because they both have very long, insane nails. nails. Very crazy. Rosalia nails. Yeah. But what the fucking hell is this merd? Until I start, that doesn't start. No, until I show up, the party doesn't start. Well, it's the, I guess she's here entry of the season, Samantha Valentine's, the lady who never kept her drag on during a lip sync. 
She you know. is the comedy queen and Miss Congeniality of season two, and she's hoping to win all stars. And I hope that I can win a billion dollars. I love, I, I love, like, illusion, thy name, Samantha. Yeah. She says if she doesn't win, she will set fire to it all, including RuPaul. So, RuPaul, you're in on, in on this one as well. I hope she's got insurance. But she also, has... that's very me. She has come there prepared monetarily and physically and is free from hemorrhoids. Good for her. This season two, Samantha was happy to be there and knows she had a lot of weak looks, but claims she has come back stronger. Let's talk about a look by Alvaro Marino, hair by Quindam Wiggs. It's certainly an upgrade. She's figure out how to order from ASOS. It's not terrible. And make sure that it, it looks like what it says on the website. <laughs> it's fun. It's drag. It's basic. And that's what she sells well. For who she is and what we've seen, impressive. If anyone else came in this look, it would be a complete boot. Yeah. No, but it works for her because she li- she is that girl that lives at the bar. You know? Yeah. Like, she lives three doors down from the bar. And you always see her there. And she's always in, like, the most weird looks. And they're basic, but they work for her and they work for what she delivers. Exactly. Um, I love the fact that she also brought a wine glass that she probably stole from like the like the craft table. Yes. Again, um, this season. Um, the hair is looking gorgeous. Um, I really love the high pony. I love the I love the jacket. I think the it's, jacket is gorgeous. So I think she looks absolutely great. She looks absolutely great. It's very, very her brand. Do you think she wore like, this to the Chromatica ball? She definitely wore this to the Chromatica ball. <laughs> I'll give it a two. Yeah, it's a two for me. Audience, 79% two, 21% boot. Now, we will watch her chug a drink with a straw, and then she says that's her talent show. Honestly, if that's what she did, the judges would have eaten her up, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Straight up. Watching her, though, almost trip over her jacket was on point for Samantha Valentine's. That was, I mean, that's, again, that's her drag. That's just Samantha. So. Now, if you could recognize the speed of her speech, Pink Shadora will say that she has evolved and improved in every way, like a scandal. Because the season three queens had not been out in the wild yet, Samantha will use this opportunity to tell Pink Shadora that she is a fan, and the ego of Pink Shadora grew a hundred sizes in that moment. Her ego grew a hundred sizes bigger. They will touch hands, which then will prompt Samantha to say that she has cold hands, but a hot fanny. She's already starting. Someone eliminate her, please. I can't. I can't. Goodbye. No, it's it's that's like it should be a drinking game. How many times can Samantha make a joke about female genitalia yeah. and vaginas in the in the episode? By the time you're five minutes in, you will have blood poisoning. Drag Sellers will tell us that Samantha seems very full of herself and excited and motivated. Uh, very interesting read from Setlas. Uh, why she thinks she's there to give them hell is also a very peculiar editing moment. Put a pin on that because I, I feel like of all the people, why Drag Sellas is telling us Samantha Ballantines is a potential threat to her? Very strange. I don't like that. It's very strange because I'm... Um... No tea, no shade, but Samantha didn't do well in her season. No. We all no. watched season two. She didn't do well. And it's funny because even the judges told her Samantha was a favorite, and Samantha is a favorite in Spain. Yes. Even before Drag Race aired, like everyone knew who she was. She was that girl. Um, so her run on season two was very surprising for a lot of people. Yeah. But 
I guess I guess maybe she's improved somehow. I have not seen her perform live. Um, so maybe she's improved. Maybe things in Spain are different. And um, maybe Seth, let's know something that we don't know. Maybe. And here's my catchphrase. My favorite Spanish twink is back. It's Sagittaria. Uh, oh. She's looking so cute and thinks the crown is hers. She tells us that she went to the black market and brought and bought a few more brain cells to be, be a bit better prepared this time. We will see if that's true. She will break our hearts as she reveals that she will not be showing nude Sagittaria this season. But if you would like to see it, go to Reddit. Who wants to send me the links? I'll I'll send up I'll DM you. Thank you. She is hoping Spain will finally recognize her and get to know her better. Obviously, that's a reference to the read Carmen gave her on the finale. What do you think that means? And do you think she's still struggling with that post season one? I mean, honey, if you're still thinking about that, go to therapy. Like, (laughs) um, because like it's it's Carmen. Carmen like. Carmen is the queen of the compliment sandwich. She'll say you look pretty, then she'll read you down to the earth, and then she'll say like, "Oh, but you still look pretty." Yeah. Um. So don't. I mean, don't take it with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, maybe Sagittaria wasn't giving enough of her personality. But then by the time the season aired, we learned that is Sagittaria's personality. Right. She's 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 that girl. She's she's what you see is what you get. She's shallow, and that's great. That works for her. I think she's beautiful. Um. She's still shallow though. Um. But if you're still hooked up on one thing that one drag queen said to you about three years ago, you need therapy. That's fair. No designers on her look. This is what Lux Noir London tried to do with her promo shoot, I think. I love the fashion and camp elements of the belt. If she needs help putting her in the look next time, call me. I'm de- I'm, I can help you. The hair, very European. No. Uh, I think this is what I expected from Sagittaria. A, a strong entrance uh, yeah. look and 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 fashion. If I'm not mistaken, uh, the dress was handmade by her and some of her friends. Oh, cool. Um, it is actual belts that have all been stitched together. Love and it. the buckles are supposed to represent an S. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, so, um, yeah, CBS? I know that's a bit of information. The uh, buckles are supposed, when she walks, you can kind of see it. But you, it's not, like, obvious to you. No, because um, in, the, in the still, it's... Not reading as an S at all. It's not reading as it should, but that was that was the whole idea behind it. I feel I like she needs the, a little more meat on her bones to achieve the S four. The problem is that the, the the belt are on so tight that those little flaps from the belt she forgot them so that they yeah. would actually make the buckles stick yeah, together. That's fair enough. And um, the hair is lovely. I know many a queen here in um in London and in the UK that wear very similar hair pieces. Um. I love it because I, I, I love the look. I think it's very her. It's definitely her. It's, it's something that you would be like, yep, that's that's Sagittaria. It's a toot for me. It's a toot. Audience, 91% toot, 9% boot. As she sits with the girls, the nips are slipping out. And once again, I just need an international rule. Are we freeing the nip or not? Someone, RuPaul, tell us what we're doing. Because the inconsistency is on these programs. It just needs to be con- con- controlled, please. It's because of like... um. Uh, you say um, decency laws in each country is different. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. In Spain, they don't give a shit. They just show the titty. Um, but in the UK, they care. So they blur the, the, blur the titty. Samantha knows that Sagittaria has hidden weapons and that she is she seems dumb, but she's not dumb. Maybe just lucky. What do you think? Is she dumb or lucky? Why not both? 
There you go. That's fair. Why Jirishi, not I mean, Jirishi will offer her phone to Sagittaria, who is encouraging her to call Dovima. I mean, maybe we'll find out about that man drama we never officially found out about on season one that they promised they would tell us about, but they never did. Yeah. So they both slept with the same guy and then they got upset about it. Who cares? Probably. Like, move on, girls. Listen, again, I will always say that's the best thing to do when you get on these shows. Give the editors and the producers just a bit of the story and don't say anything until the very end. I disagree. Why? Because then you can no, keep I the story going. Because I've, okay, so I've I've applied for the shows. And the one thing I know, because one of my really good friends, Luspinda, shout out to Luspinda, the Hula Hoops finest in London. Um, she works in PR. And she told me, make sure you get you get the editors everything. Give them everything about you that could be used against you so they can use things for a storyline. And, so, and so that you don't have the treatment that certain queens have had in their seasons. For example, Sherry Pie. Um, like, give them everything. Just give them everything. Even if it's your old Twitter, give it to them. All right, okay, because okay. it's going to come out. Andromeda to the right, Jupiter to the left. Where am I? Earth again. It's a stranger from space. It's Onyx, now fully unleashed. She will tell us she won season two of Drag Race España. And I was like, which dimension is that on? Because I don't think I live on it. I don't remember that franchise. She tells us that she originally showed us a basic version of herself. And now she has the premium version. Like a smart Drag Race contestant, she has taken dance and acting and voice lessons, and that is how you do it, especially when you want to come back for an all-star season and try to do better. But she's there to have fun. That is the spirit. There's no more anxiety. Her look is by Alvar Marino, hair by Quindam Wiggs. I feel like this look is her way to bridge the gap of her style of alternative space drag and something a bit more contemporary in the world of modern drag. I think the makeup uses those elements of human face shapes, though I'm just not loving the sharp contour lines. The hair is extra. The garment is extra. I wish it wasn't printed on and it was actually that holographic material that when you take the photo, it makes that effect. But I feel like she knows she has an arsenal of looks ready. So she came out with a basic. Why not? Because you're going to show us good looks. Maybe next episode, because this episode, the show really fucked us over. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I expected this from her. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't really... It didn't wow me. It didn't blow me away. Agreed. I've seen other artists do the alien thing and do it to such a degree, like we've seen on TV shows like Dragula, where they literally take it to the nth degree. And I think as an alien look, Air quotes, alien look for an entrance. This is fine. Yep. It's fine. I didn't think I actually realized about the material being printed on until you said it. Yeah. Um, I genuinely thought that it was like shifting or something. Um, which makes me a little bit sad because I genuinely thought it was shifting. Um, I don't mind the makeup so much. I like it actually. I like the sharp contours, I like interesting makeup. I think it's cool. Um, um and yeah, it's it's okay. It's a it's a, it's a toot, I guess. Yeah, it's a toot. Audience, same, 63% toot, 37% boot. She greets the girls and Mayor Samantha Valentines is over the moon to see her. She will make an announcement that she has a new name. It's Onyx Unleashed. And the girls, they're confused. Uh, Pink Shador doesn't understand why it has to be so complicated, but it's her journey. Let her go on it. Let her go on that journey. Let her take her spaceship to Mars. She shows the girls that her map features all of the looks from season two. And I say, there's your merch, girl. Sell that shit. 
There you go. Waiting. Honey, come on. In this economy, sell anything. All right. A crazy lady is running. At least they turn the lights on, right? I've been searching for the exit for months, and every night I find myself back where I started. I'm sorry. One of the best all-stars entrances in the history of Drag Race. We will get to the look in a moment, but it all ties together. And I am obsessed. It is Cornelia yeah. Gongra, and I would like yeah. to challenge her that she did, in fact, leave the building because those cheeks. You can rest a wine glass on those ledges. That face is pumped. So much. It's insane. It is insane, but also kind of fabulous. Yeah. I mean, girl, if you've got the coin, by all means, do it. She tells us her highlight was playing the King Emeritus in Snatch Game. What a moment to be live as she is well behaved on season three. And now she's going to show a guerrilla fighter side who is determined to go unnoticed. Uh, no designers listed on this look, but I'm assuming it is the same it is as a reconstruction of right. her. Yeah. So, so it was I'm the obsessed. same look that she wore for the finale yeah. for season three, for the final lip sync. Yes. Um, and yeah, so it is a rec- it's the same look was reconstructed. I love the tears. I love the disheveled hair. Only with this storytelling can you come out wearing your corset popping out. It's the only possible yeah. way. I think this was such a brilliant way to re-enter the competition and remind the audience and the queens that you were in fact a finalist. And this time the story will continue for the better. Great, yeah. great confidence. Obviously, for those who don't watch the show and you just react to the photo, maybe not a good look for an entrance look. But if you are a fan of the show and a fan of of continuity and bringing yeah. stars back, this was my favorite of the night. If you know, you know. Exactly. If you know, you know. And if you know, you tooted it, which I did. I tooted this so hard. I thought it was very smart. The entrance line was perfection. Agreed. For an all-stars. I thought it was so good. I don't think any girl before has done that. Something like um, that. I will give it a toot. It's a toot. 100%. Audience, 59% toot, 41% boot. Y'all are 41% crazy. is wrong. Yeah. Um. Now, I do want to, again, go back to the conversation we had earlier about not all the girls saw what ha- happened on the show. Um. So... They don't know necessarily this referenced her finale. No. They only did season three girls now. She will question if the girls are real, and they are. They see she's really messy, but ready to take the crown. She will call out the all-star faces, but Paquita will remind her that she looks like she was stung by a wasp. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Several wasps. Very many. With all the girls present, as long as Samantha's daughter, the Macarena, doesn't show up, we have our cast. High level of drag, and they're going to give each other help. The alarm sounds, and it's time for our first message from Supreme Deluxe. And she's looking good. Come on, ostrich feathers. Mm, she knows what she's doing. Well, Daddy Supreme arrives, giving us denim fashion. Love the cut of that jacket. I wish I could pull it off, but you know what? Supreme Deluxe but is really... Do you see? Do you see the denim on denim? That's, That's how you do it. Pulling. The denim matches. Exactly. Oopie, make notes. She welcomes them to Drag Race España All-Stars, where All-Star rules are in effect. The top two of the week will battle in a lip sync for their legacy, where the winner will get to eliminate one of the bottom queens, oh, and win 2,500 euros in the process and a deluxe pin. 
Which would you want the most? The money, the pin, or to eliminate a bitch? Eliminate a bitch. Yeah, that's the fun part. I'm a Gemini. I'm petty. I want to see somebody go home. The winner I want to my moment as Manila. Like, I want to be... I want to do that. I want to Manila someone. Wow. The winner of this season will win a crown scepter and a place in the Drag Race España Hall of Fame. No mention of a cash prize, but they're going to get some sort of money, right? Probably. Time to welcome the pit crew. A hunk of a man magically appears with a tray of glasses because y'all know what time it is. The library is open because reading is what? Fundamental. And very hard. It's hard to read. That's why I use audiobooks. I'm a librarian by trade, so if you haven't noticed all the books behind me, I love it. I don't have a problem with that. Let's go through our reads. Set less on Samantha. In life, the glass is always half empty or half full. In your case, the waiter's still trying to understand you in order to fill your order. Okay, that's that's pretty good. That's funny. Set less on Hornella. Do you know what a shooting star and Hornella Gongora have in common? Both go by and no one notices them. That was fantastic. That was good. Poopy on Samantha, I want to congratulate you. You are a lip sync destruction. We can't wait to see you, but this time you've got to win to get the chance. Perfect read. Perfect read. It was so funny. Samantha just looked so confused. Poopy on Jirigi, she will fart and say that's for you. Poopy on Sagittaria. Sagittaria, darling, it's got to be either you or me who wins this crown. But when I look at you and you start talking, I'm like, she's having a stroke. The crown is mine. So rude. So true. So funny. Samantha on Pink Shadora. We've got a Barbie. That's Pink Shadora. She likes pink blonde, but she doesn't come with a button to turn off the sound. The bitch doesn't ever stop. But Barbies don't talk. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Okay. I don't, Samantha I and Paquita. They, then we've got Paquita, who's not a Barbie. She's a Marine, the gypsy doll. Everyone puts on their TV sets, but life size. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's funny. That was, I mean, if you, if your grandma had one of those TV dolls, then you know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Samantha and Poopy. Poopy is Danny DeVito. That's it. She's not a doll at all. She's Danny DeVito. That's that's cute, funny. Pink Shadora on Onyx. Everyone's looking so lovely. I didn't even recognize them, except you, Onyx. I did recognize you. Yeah. Pink Shadora on Paquita. I told you to drink milk with calcium. That all that daddy milk wasn't going to make you taller. Cruel. Pink Shadora on Hornella. You forgot Paquita's saying... response. Yeah. Did your father tell you that? That's true. That's what she said. That was good. Pink Shadora and Honella. I'm not saying anything to you. The only thing I want to say to you is let's see if you win this time something at the, at some point. Obviously, she could make that read because she was in the season with her and the other girls didn't know. Yeah. It was a good read, though. Paquita on set last. I loved it when you turn into a car. The only difference is nothing gets inside the car's exhaust pipe. Scott or a hoe. Yeah, and then she's like, ask Onyx. Uh-huh, and we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about that. Affair. Paquita on Hornella. If your eyes get any closer together, we won't be able to tell your face apart from your ass. Wow, butt face. 
Sagittaria on Onyx. Not only your name comes from Pokemon, your face too. Rock type. I feel like every crossover nerd drag artist love that joke. It was part. It was perfect. It we was. have a Pokemon night here in London called PlayStation, mm-hmm. and it's the kind of thing that they would book Onyx just for. What is your favorite Pokemon? Now I can see on your screen there is a Pokemon sitting in the back. Is that number yeah, one? Yeah, I've got I've got a Charmander and I've got a Pikachu sitting in the back on my sofa. And um, my favorite Pokemon because I'm a basic fucking bitch is Charizard. Let's have a tattoo it. of him. Love it. I'm here for it. Sagittarian Poopy, you are living proof that a Euro and a dream, anyone could be a drag queen. Sagittarian Jirigi, you and I share the same brain cell, but I'm still going to say this the best way I can. I'll even say it in French so you can understand. And that's where the captions fucked me up. I was like, I don't know what was said in in Spanish oh, or in um, French. She put on a French accent and just said, you're a whore. Great. Thank you. Y'all, World of Wonder, please hire someone to fix these the captions. World of not Wonder, the World of Wonder captions are horrendous. I love captions. I have to watch stuff with captions because of my AD, like of my autism. So I like watching things with captions, but I can't do Drag Race Spain with captions because I'm just like, I have no idea what, no. So bad. But yeah, she said she put on a French accent and just went straight away like, Emma, you're a whore. Love it. Jirigi on Pink Shadora. You say you're a rural Barbie, but aren't you more like Ken first time in drag? Ouch. Jirigi on Samantha. Now this is a glow up. Congratulations. I see someone's learned how to do their makeup. The fact you've got bad taste and bad jeans isn't your fault. That's, that's, that's funny. Jirigi on Sagittaria. Gee, girl, I wanted to be the dumb bimbo on this edition. You're going to make it hard for me. Well, bimbo, bimbo, you're missing a bit of substance. You're more like a lizard with a wig. Okay, mean. Onyx on Hornella. I know you're fighting with your sister, Venadita, over who's got the best ass in Spain, but it's my honest opinion that the best ass in Spain is Poopy Poison's face. Two butt face jokes. Uh, Onyx on Samantha. Supreme, what happens when you mix a gay clown and an old Barbie? Samantha Valentine's. She's so offended. She was not here. She was so offended. It wasn't the the old Barbies. She, She got offended by the homosexual clown. Yeah. Cornella on Pink Shadora. In our season, I told you you were two-faced. I was wrong. I hope you brought at least two razors for that mustache. Cornella on Onyx. Onyx has caked on so much makeup, she's practically a dessert. She doesn't need blush thanks to how embarrassed she gets with her performances. That's cruel. That was fun. That was a good one. That was mean. The library is closed, and the winner is Poopy Poison, who is now officially a two-time reading challenge champion. Do you agree with our winner? Yeah. It was good. It was I'm glad that they all got multiple jokes in. Like they said, well, I don't care about timing. Everyone's going to get at least two jokes in. So you could at least pretend everyone could have won. Yeah. So it's good because it actually gives it a little bit more variety as well. Yeah. Because I find that with the US version, like you don't really get that at all. No. You get like one joke and then they just make it seem like the girl didn't know how to read. But I'm like, I want to read what I want to see what else she said to the other girls. I agree. She will get a photo shoot with Shanghai for their 30th anniversary. Are you familiar with that publication? I'm not familiar with the publication, but I am familiar with the fact that Paquita said that the Shanghai editors are going to be working extremely hard with Poopy's face. Um, which I was like, oh wow, the shade starts early. 
It's time to reveal the challenge for the week. To kick off this season, they have the hottest show on television, Supreme Eleganza Olé Stars Extravaganza. That's right, Espana Talent Show. And we know those pop off because they're fucking good. Yeah. Now, you don't have to reveal everything. But if you were tasked to, to, adapt, to do a talent show, what would your talent be? Comedy. And unlike the girls on Drag Race, I wouldn't bomb it. Now, I well, obviously we're talking about Drag Race España, and I think had it been a successfully executed comedy rendition, would you do stand up or would you do something in the terms of what Maria Delia did yeah. last season? No, I know how to do stand up. All right, unlike there the it other is. girls, I know how to do stand up, and I know what I would do because, like, for something like this, for the talent show, the talent show is going to be episode one. I know that I would do. I have sets that I can pull out that just introduce Veronica. And give you like a really quick story about her life. And boom, it's done. There it is. You know. Did, how, did you get to watch Drag Race Belgique season two? The premiere? I haven't yet. No. There's a. It's considered stand-up. But someone does what, in my opinion, the best comedy set for a talent show ever. And they did stand-up and did reads and everything through the guise of tarot reading. That's, fun. That's very smart. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's very smart. Brilliant. That's how you do it, friends. Very good. All right. Joining them to judge is Spanish legend Barbara Ray. Are you familiar with her work? No idea who she is. We'll talk about her later because um, I do believe we did get a little info on her last season through Hornella Gongra during Snatch okay. Game. Okay. We'll talk about it later. All right. With Supreme gone, it's time to get out of drag and see how the monsters are looking without the paint on. But really, the time has come to do math and see the breakdown of the cast members from each season. Poopy has two from her season. There are three from season three, meaning four from season two. So really, it's season two versus the rest. Do you but wish it was supposed a th- to be? Do you That's wish it was three, said. three, three? I kind of wish it was three, three, three. I would have Agreed. really enjoyed seeing Killer there. Mm-hmm. I would have swapped out Onyx for Killer. I'm here for it. I would. I would. I. I love Killer Queen. She's so good. She's so good. She's so, she's so good. nice, too. She's so pretty. That's true. Right, part of me does part of me does think that they're trying to save her for an English speaking. Um... Yeah. Have you known none of the girls? None of the girls on this season are English speakers. Exactly. We'll get into that later with Arancha. I get wait. All right. All right. Onyx says they're all friends there. And Poopy's like, until we're not, the competition is real, my friends. Poopy mm-hmm. knows that the dynamic of this program is Machiavellian, very totally diabolical. Mm-hmm. With the all-star rules in effect, you might have to eliminate a friend. Yeah. Obviously, there will be packs among sisters. Do you think in a game of numbers? Season one and season three should have formed an alliance against season two, or should it have really been every queen for themselves? I think alliances work when everyone is on the same page. Absolutely. That's why something like Rolaskatok was very, very successful. How would you play the game with all-star rules in effect? Where are my girls from my season? Mm-hmm. Um, are my friends with them? Are there fr- are there girls that I know from outside of my season that I'm friends with, and then um, say whatever I need to say to these girls to ensure that I stay in. That's fair. 
Well, no one wants to admit how they're going to play, but Sagittaria will bring it up and then walk away. Good move. I'm not saying no answer the question. <laughs> good, good move. Paquita says that feelings are important, as is strategy. She dropped the bomb, forced the other girls to talk about it. Great strategy, Sagittaria. Maybe she does have an extra brain cell now. There's two brain cells bouncing in there. Sometimes they smash against each other and magic happens. Why do you think they were all so nervous to share their strategy? Or do you think no one wanted to be the first to admit it? I think no one wants to be the first girl to be like, yeah, I'm not here to play games. I'm not here to be friends. Yeah. Nobody wants to like be the the first one to admit to something like that, I think. That's fair enough. Um, which, because then you can be seen as a certain type of girl. Or you can be painted as a certain type of girl by production. Um, but honey, it's competition. Like in the in the famous, famous words of Le Champion, this is not RuPaul's best friend race. It's the tea. It's the day of the show, y'all. And the girls will enter by season, really setting something up. I mean, we were really getting this, this dynamic. Everyone is nervous as those who participated in the talent show know they have to top their original performance. Pink Shadora will open up her trap about seeing faces she didn't expect to see on All Stars. Of course, we got to get to the bottom of this. I want the names. And she says, Onyx. And she will say it's not as a dig as she gave a lot in her season, but thought she was full. And Onyx thinks it's really Pink Shadora who just doesn't like her style of drag. Obviously, Pink Shadora uh, on season three got a lot of heat for being two-faced and saying things that people did not think were honest and true. Do you think Pink Shadora was being honest about her feelings on Onyx that she gave it all on the show? Or do you really think that maybe she doesn't like her drag? I think she doesn't like her drag. And she's so trying she to cover faced. it up. Like, I think based on what I Pink Shadora is when she smiles, if you see her, when she, especially in her walking, I, I, I know that smile. I recognize that smile because I worked in hotels and luxury <laughs> retail for many years. It's this customer service smile. It only goes up to here, up to your nose, and it doesn't go past your eyes. Like, that's, that's what it's giving. Do you feel that body language is something that is important when you're on a reality competition show? 100%. You don't know where the cameras are, sweetie. You don't know where the cameras are. The cameras are everywhere. The cameras in the toilet. It's watching your butthole clench while you're lying through the teeth. Like body language is so important. And so many of these bitches forget that they think because they said something that is going to be painted a certain way. And if you want proof of that, look at Jeremy in um All Stars 2. Mm -hmm. Their body language when they when they revealed certain things, even though it was painted a certain way by editing. Because I know Jeremy and Jeremy is incredible and they're super sweet, uh, previously known as Fifi O'Hara. Um, but their body language was so like tight as soon as the girls were coming back that you could just tell like, yeah, no, you need to. And if you're going to act and you're going to behave a certain way, make sure all of you is acting, not just your face. Hey, I mean, there's an, a current uh, person who's not great at body language, and her name is Plain Jane. You know when she cocks her head down and says the word sisters or anything, she doesn't mean it. She can't look she people in the eye. She doesn't mean anything eye. that comes out of her mouth. She, can't she could, tell me, she could tell me good morning, and I'll check outside to see if it is morning. Yeah. That's the tea. No. Sagittarius says the three from three were very brave, as it was quite soon. Is, which is which is the tea. Um, and Bakita does think that it was too soon for Sagittarius to make a conclusion, but Sagittarius just said exactly what all of us were thinking. Yeah. 
I mean, literally, they got eliminated and they said, here's a contract. Come back uh, in a month. Well, let's see about that. So yeah. they kind of like, based on what I've read and the Reddit, uh, the Reddit threads, um, it's because Atlas address player or address address players yes. are kind of told like, if you want another season, you have to give us a little bit more. And because none of the other um, franchises had done an All-Stars yet, Spain wanted to get there in quickly and be the first ones to do an All-Stars. That wasn't a versus the world. Right. So they were like, they put, they spoke to World of Wonder and they were like, we're going to be the first ones to do this. And they kind of rushed it. Which is so insane no to me. Because if they did a versus the world, I think the fandom would have exploded in excitement because the options of Just get queens. every Spanish-speaking queen. Brilliant. It would have been amazing. It would have been so funny. It would have been perfect because you could have had like queens from everywhere. Can you? You could have had like, oh my god, I've I cast it already. Her. I've got a cast. Huh? I'm ready to go. I, I've got a cast ready. I've, for I've, a bitch produced this. Let's get. Oh my god, what's her name? She was in Canada. The Colombian girl, That's Adriana. Adriana. Okay. Oh, she and I actually spoke Adriana about it when there. I interviewed her. She, we we discussed it. I said, I I'm talking for a year. You're not allowed to talk about it, but I think you need to be on all uh, Espanol versus the world. She needs like, to be on all stars. So- Alyssa Hunter. There are so many people. Hey, let Jessica Wilde be a guest judge. She doesn't need it anymore. She 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 would win. But come on, there are so many options. We can do it. We can do it, friends. Let's push options? it. Let's push it. Oh, but yeah. No, they rushed it because they wanted to like do an all stars. Yeah, I get it. That's keep it the family. So it is what it is. The girls get their paint on as they discuss their feelings on the talent show. Hornella is feeling really great as she has something she loves and she can have fun with. Hornella is excited to perform for Barbara Ray as she was close to the king, her character from Snatch Game. And that is the fact that we learned last season on the Snatch Game. So full mm-hmm. circle, apparently the king had a lot of affairs, including Barbara Ray. Yep. Pink Shadora will say a line that I think she regrets that if they are smart, they have taken the tools that they got from the judges and applied it to their package. Did they really do their homework? Now, the talent show is one of the scariest challenges, especially on this franchise. It's the standard to which other franchises seek to achieve. Now, season one did not do a talent show, and Poopy thinks it will work to their advantage. They don't have anything to compare to. Do you agree? Yes. I agree as well. I think it's smart. They didn't have a talent show, so they can pull anything out of their ass. Yep. And it's going to be good. Setla shares that she did it in her first talent show as she was presenting a visual impact and attention-grabbing talent. This time, playing the history. She's never done it before, but she's excited to captivate them again. Now, obviously, the process of getting into face is not a glamorous process for some people, especially if your name is Samantha Ballantyne's and get called out for looking like Voldemort. I mean, you just can't unsee that. You cannot unsee. Have you never noticed it before? I mean, I have, but they're really reminding us. because They're like, here it is. She is Voldemort. No, I've seen it. And I think the first time I witnessed it was because Estrella and Samantha are really good yeah. friends and they do a mm-hmm. lot of live stuff together. Is yeah. Estrella called Samantha Voldemort mm-hmm. on a on a live or something. And I was just like, I can't see that. Yeah. She yeah. looks like Voldemort. It's time to head to the main stage for our first time this season. Mother Supreme Del- Lux is giving you Spain. It's very Andalusian and the hair, quite fun. Um, she's done better, but a first look for the season, not bad, not terrible. It, it, it is, it's good. It's good. I'm here for it. It's it's nice. I'm looking at it. Um, I have to keep looking at it. I absolutely 
adore the hair. Yeah. I absolutely adore the hair and the color story is beautiful to me. That is the, one of the most beautiful, beautiful shades of tangerine yeah. that I have ever seen. It's not orange. It's not mandarin. It's tangerine. Um, I love the polka dots. It's give, It's very, very Spanish. I wish the proportions were a little bit better. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just think the proportions are a little bit off on the top and the bottom feels very flat. She looks like a lamb. We have our jury comprised of Javier Ambrosi, who really looks like a little kid in an adult blazer, Anna Locking, who is continuing her evolution into drag queen, Javier Calvo, who thinks he's the fashion queen, giving Vivian Westwood inspired, and finally, Barbara Ray is here, and she is wearing sequin because that's what comes up when you Google drag queen. Yes. I have that dress. I actually I think have a lot of people have that dress. dress. I have the exact same dress. If you don't believe me, go to go to my Instagram page at Life by Jorge. You'll see me wearing that dress. I have I that dress. It. It's not a bad dress. It's just like it's that's not what a bad you dress if you know how to a famous person to come wear on a drag show. It checks out. It checks out. It does. It's time to see some talent. We will discuss each routine and score them from one to ten. And spoiler, we will also have to discuss the judges' critiques as we do not have a runway this week. Why? I I believe this Uh happened on Drag Race All-Star 7 during the talent show, but like they weren't voting anyone out, so it didn't quite matter. The runway on Drag Race is a determining factor for placement. I'm a little surprised it's not here. So that comes back to production, which comes back to some of the things I've read and some of the theories out there because production was kind of rushed for this season of All-Stars because, like I said, Atlas player really wanted to be the first ones in with an All-Stars and make sure that Spain were the first ones to have an All-Stars outside of the U.S. Um, They rushed it. They rushed production. They rushed everything. So the girls didn't necessarily have a lot of time to get ready. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some of the episodes productions were actually quite rushed and some things were missed out, which in this episode was runway. I don't know if it'll be the same for the other episodes. I hope but, not. Uh, there is there, there's discrepancies in some of the episodes where things are getting missed. Interesting. All right, let's talk about our talent show, beginning with Onyx Unleashed. She is giving us an original track that is also back to the storytelling that we got to see on her original talent show. I think Onyx is a very special and specific type of entertainer, and the talent show is not where she necessarily excels. But the look, though, I was here for it. I mean, bitch, we got that Nina West dress reveal from Miss Continental. Very fun. Her backup dancers truly did aid in her performance. It was very tour-worthy, but like middle of the set tour. Uh, Listen, production value budget were strong. It was a fine way to start the night and a fine way for Onyx. I think she looked gorgeous. Yes. I think it was very much, it was giving very much her drag. Yes. It was definitely giving you like, you know, it's it's a tour, it's a production, it's um, it's very that. I think the talent is, I agree, I don't think the talent is necessarily where she shines. Um... I think the look is more where she shines. Yeah. You know, um, I love, love, love. I'm, I'm looking at the image right now. I love, love, love the makeup. I love her makeup. I love the fact that the red streaks in her hair match her lipstick perfectly. Um, Overall, I'm going to give it a seven. I would Same have scored here. It, I would have scored it lower if I didn't like the look so much. 
The judges call it a strong performance and along the lines of Onyx, they love her look, but says her strength will be compared to others who too are lip syncing. They love her, but she didn't stand out. Next up is Paquita. This ceiling is about to get a lot of work this episode. I really love her use of silks and incorporating lip sync into it. I couldn't tell you what she was saying, but I'm sure there was a story involved. Maybe she's a wild horse. I don't know. That's the only word in English I got. Certainly lucky she went first of the three era lists. She was effortless. The risk was there, but we got to talk about that scream at the end. I thought she died. Was she okay? Um, the blood curling scream really did make everyone confused if it was positive or not and didn't know if they could clap or not. But like impact was there. I think that was really, really smart because it made you remember her performance. It was a very like, the song was very emotional, yeah. very raw. The involvement of like the silks, I thought was very smart. Um, she is a gymnast. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing on those like silks. And I think considering that she's so, like, because Kita's a very tiny girl, but she left such a big impact. Yes. And I think in her head, it was like, how can I ensure my talent number is remembered even though I'm second? Scream. Let up like an, a massive blood curling screen. I'll give it an 8.5. I give it an 8. Yeah. I'm not doing All points. Right. It's, eight, it's 8 or a 9. Either or. Next up, we have Poopy Poison. When I saw the captions say she was doing the prayer by Celine Dion, I spit out my drink and screamed. This was stupid. It was campy. And it was exactly what I think Poopy would do. The pitch wasn't great, but the switch from the two characters was hilarious. I think the costume was great for this number. My biggest critique was how she staged it. I think it needed to remain the side by side for the majority of the song and not really turn out until the very end. That's the funny punchline. But overall, she did it on her own. That was a risk all on its own. Was it a winning performance? No. I thought it was very good. I thought it was very good. It was definitely very calm. It's very old school drag. Very Victor Victoria, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, which I thought was really hilarious. We've seen other drag queens do this. We've seen it as a challenge on season seven of um, US. We've seen... I don't... Everyone has seen Silky Nutmeg Ganache do this. The Barbie girl... And it still feels like a fever dream that it happened, but it happened. It did. Um, I thought it was very, I love the look. It's very well done. It's very polished. The makeup, the hair, everything is very fantastic. It genuinely looks like two different people together Agreed. to me. Um, the performance was okay. I agree. I think that the, necessarily the timing of when she turns should have been different to have more impact. Um, but I think it was good. I uh, will give it a seven. I'm going to give her an 8.5. Now the judges will say that value what they value what she tried to do, but it needed some more imitation and character. She is praised for the only one being solo without dancers or props. Next, that's we right. Have... She didn't have any props or dancers. Never mind. Eight. I'll All right. Eight it, eight. eight it is. Eight it is. I'll push All it up right. to an eight. I forgot. Then she didn't have any dancers with her. No, she didn't. She did that all on her own. No, yeah, she's definitely an eight then. Sagittaria. We're getting an original track from Sagittaria, who's really amping up her performance prowess. She, too, was using an aerial element. Was it as bold as the others? No, but I think it did help bring the number up a bit out of just a simple lip sync. The song was a good drag track. Her performance was good. Could she have done a bit more? Yeah, because this cast knows how to perform. But poor girl with the pussy slam from the sky, she really didn't know what was coming. I think she was hurt for a little bit. I think she got hurt. 
Yeah. I also am not the biggest fan of what she wore. You know, I didn't personally like the blue number on the top. Yeah. Um, especially because the chaps, that is what they're called. Yeah, yeah. The chaps. Chaps did not fit. Yep. If you look at the legs, chaps were not fitting right. And that took it away from me. Because I'm just like, girl, I know you didn't have a lot of time, but it looks like you've lost weight. And this is something that you had behind. Absolutely. That you had from when you were bigger. Um, which I think could have maybe affected her aerial performance because you need to make sure that those clothes are really, really tight. Yes. Um, it was an okay performance. The song was fine. Um, but if your talent is going to... The thing is, for a lot of these girls, yes, they, they lip sync and they lip sync really well. And if you're going to do lip sync as your talent show talent, it, that shit better be flawless. I'm I talking Coco Montreux level flawless lip sync. Yeah, if it's not if it's not giving um Anitra versus Marsha 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 lip sync level, that's not a talent. It's just you know the words to a song. Agreed. I'll give her an eight. It's it's a seven. All right. Next up is Georgie Derkley. She can do opera and she will give us a wild live vocal. It was so strange. That deep voice was insane. But why do the guys look like Power Rangers in dresses? I don't know what was going on. This. Last situation, insane, scary. I feel like this was straight out of Eurovision. And in Eurovision, I would have given it 12 points. But there was just a bit of a disconnect overall. But it was still interesting and different. I like that. I like that it kind of like, it was weird. Yeah. I loved, I personally loved the makeup. I love so the lashes, profound. the huge paper lashes. I think it's so different. She hasn't got brows and she doesn't look like she's got brows and she's done this really interesting eye and I absolutely love it. It's I just I just love the way that she looks. Like her opera singer was fantastic. Um yeah. not tell you what the fuck was happening behind her. I did not understand the Power Rangers. I didn't get it. Um her voice is fantastic, her voice is phenomenal. I think she didn't need the backup dancers. I think just her doing the opera and some movements would have been better mm-hmm. um, in my opinion I just love the way that she looks I'm giving I her absolutely love the way that she looks. see no I would give her a alright she just looks is. so good I hate her she's so pretty Samantha Valentine. So she looks like a bunny. She's recording an instructional video about her first time with an enema. I think she gave a lot of inside jokes. Her storytelling was good. I feel like if I was fluent in Spanish, I would have been able to watch the performance rather than having to look back at the caption and watch. Also, that was a huge set. How much of a fucking budget did they get? Because she got it all. Her comedy is strong. She knows what she does well. Do I ever want to hear her tell the story again? Absolutely not. I couldn't understand this story, and I am fluent in Spanish. Okay. I think it's my mother tongue, and I couldn't understand half the words that she said. And I was just sitting there being like, yes, when it was over. Um, It was, I mean, people were laughing, so I'm guessing it was good. Kind of like the bunny reveal, it was just so weird. Um, The bunny costume was weird. The set was insane. Yeah. The set was insane. I'm just like, how did you bring all that shit from home? Um, then I'm just like, oh, she probably lives in the city where they film, because so she probably had the shit in storage. Um, solid eight. 
I think she I'll was. Give her I think it as was well. fun. Yeah. Drag set last. So, how was the Transformer going to top herself? This another celebration of how the bitches in Gran Canaria can do their talent portion. She gave you history. She gave you drag. She gave you talent, and she gave you ass out. The way that she was swinging from that swing in those boots, holy fucking bitch, how the hell did she do it? The risk and danger level was so high, it was Cirque du Soleil, and that split down from the sky. How she did not split that kitty, I don't know. I don't think it was a flawless performance, but it was easily one of the most engaging of the night. I thought it was very, very good. This is how your chaps are supposed to fit. Yes. Um, I thought it was very good. I don't love the look. I thought that the piece covering the front and the back should have been in the same fabric as the rest of it. Fair. And then the reveal would have been more interesting. Um, the air work was insane. Yeah. It was flawless. The makeup worked beautifully. She did really, really well. The fact that she was able to do all of that in those shoes, bitch. Agreed. Honestly, work. Um, Nine for me. Nine for me. What did the, um, remind me, what did the judges say about this? The judges said it was mind-blowing and makes her own rules that captivate them. And she is praised for referencing Lorca at the beginning. Mm, there we go. Ornella Gongara. This was one of the most pleasant surprises of the night. She really leaned into the camp and paired it well with live singing in all the right ways. Once again, I didn't get the lyrics of the captions, put them in Spanish. So this time I did watch her and her timing was quite good. I did learn that Rascame means scratch me. So we know she was ready for a good time, maybe not a long time. But clearly, if you bring out a bathtub for a talent show on Drag Race, that is a good thing. And then the fruit reveal, very on brand. Yeah. Um, so the Rascame is like scratch me, but it can also be said to like, oh, if you scratch my back, I scratch yours. It's kind uh-huh. of like an innuendo being like, like you know, scratch my kitty. Um, uh-huh. that's, so it was like, that's why she was like harder, softer. Like in the song, um, I thought it was fun. I thought it was very much what she grounds herself on electro cabaret. Yes. It was very giving me cabaret performance. Um, would not be a miss in many cabaret shows that I have seen here in the UK. Um, I thought she was fantastic. I thought it was really funny. It was really good. The storyline was there. Um, production was there. Anytime that there's a bathtub on stage, I'm just I'm very happy. Um, I thought it was very good. I'll give it a nine. I'll give her an 8.5. That's still pretty high. And finally, Pink Shadora. So she DJed as her talent. I think something was very lost in translation. She looked incredible. It just seemed to lack substance, and her lip sync was not as tight as it should have been. Very Maria Delia realness. And the hair, it was trying to sabotage her. Maria Delia is somewhere. Like, her ears are burning, and she's, like, throwing salt on herself. Do you think someone's trying to curse her? Um, not that reference. Um, no, no, you can't. No, you literally have like these girls are given sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. If not, well, I'm I'm guessing these girls are given more time. If I'm not mistaken, but you only get like sixty seconds of each girl in this episode of their sorry of their talent show. Um, so if you're going to DJ in that amount of time as your talent show while you're lip syncing, no. Choose something easy. Like choose something else. Even if you are a phenomenal, incredible DJ and you know exactly what you're doing, bitch, that mix better be already prepared and on point and ready to go. Agreed. 
No. I'll give her a um, seven. I didn't like the look. It didn't do her any favors. Um, the hair. I have that hair. I have that hair in a shorter style. And it is gorgeous when it is photographed and it is with the right things. But with those stage lights, it's not doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Especially because I know that hair is a UV hair. Right. When the right light hits it or it's in the dark room, it glows in the dark. This is not working. That's a six. All right. It's time to get the results. Paquita, Jorge Dirkli, and Sagittarius are safe. Supreme has decided that Hornella and Drag set us to the tops of the week. Poopy and Samantha are safe from this group, leaving the bottom two as Onyx and Pink Shadora. Do you agree? I agree. Yeah, I think it checked yeah. out. I think this all made sense this week. It makes it sense. Fair. Now, with all-star yeah. rules in effect, Untucked Jr. is going to be a little different here. The queens head back, and they are already feeling the effects of the rules. Onyx is having a bit of deja vu, as she's getting the feeling that they are still not getting her message or her style of drag. I feel like the judges just know what they like, and no matter what or who you are, they're still going to have the same opinion. If this was in a talent show in episode one, do you think Onyx might have a different feeling from the judges or do you think this is just going to be her journey i'm not sure um it was very similar in her season you know like sorry honey i've been awake so long um they just didn't quite get it in her season and i think she's one of those queens where she doesn't benefit necessarily from this franchise she would benefit from the other franchise Fair enough. You know, the horror franchise. Um, I don't know. I don't think that... Um, I have a bone... To, the, personally speaking, and I, maybe this is me going on a tangent, but I have a bone to pick with some of the judges on Drag Race Spain, particularly the Javis, because mm-hmm. they are so set in their ways of what they like Correct. and what they don't like. And unfortunately, because they are the two main producers of the show, they basically, what they say goes. Right. So, and I think that's a reason why a lot of the girls who have a lot to give or a lot to show, such a, you know, like a bad takeaway from the show. And we've seen that happen with people like Inti, for example. Mm-hmm. Like they've just not got it and not got it and keep banging at her. And I'm just like, that will wear any girl down. Um, so that I don't personally appreciate, which is, well, thank God they've got Anna locking there because she literally is a drag queen. Um, love her. Um, but their performances, both um, Onyxes and Pinchadoras, were definitely the weakest. And I think that the critiques were fair. Um, I feel bad for Onyx that she feels that she's experiencing that in this episode. But also, I understand where she's coming from with this. Of course. Pinchadora was aware her level of show was not up to par with the rest of them. And then we'll get down on herself. Onyx isn't talking buttly about her. Apparently she had a little slip up with words, but um, I bet she wouldn't mind someone's butt instead. Mm, you know. As much as they will celebrate a super talent show, someone has to leave. So we're going to have our winners talk with the losers. First, we will have a cross-season pair. Hornella and Onyx. Onyx is feeling down and Hornella will take her hands and tell her as far as talent, she and Pink Shadora offer two different things. She asks what she should base her decision off of, and Onyx says she will break her back to be there and be a monster. She's not ready to leave. I don't think this pitch was strong enough. Or do you just think that Onyx knew there was no way in hell Hornella would save her? I mean, it's always... 
I I don't know. Maybe the, I don't. I don't particularly enjoy watching the girls beg. Fair. So like, oh, if you leave me here, I'm gonna do amazing, and it's gonna be like this, and then, and I've got so much. I'm just like, if you have so much to show and so much to give, honey, you should have shown it by now. Agreed. You should have done that already. Don't damn it, my cat's fucking around with the cameras. Um, so for me, that's kind of like how it works and what it presents itself as, you know. Um, but I don't know if that was particularly like a good way of. Putting her point across, I just didn't think it was strong enough. I didn't think it made sense. And to me, it was just like, if I was something, I would have been like, you really doesn't seem like to me like you want to be here. Pink Shadura will talk fast with Drag Setlas. She tells her that she's annoyed to be in danger. She doesn't want to sell herself. Pink Shadura tells us she is trying to get Setlas to read between the lines that she should be the one to say, and she will give a show if she stays. She will then say that if she passes through, she and Setlas will be lip syncing together. Now, why tell a competitor that you are a threat? Bad mood, Diva. Stupid girl. Stupid girl. Drag Setlas Especially thinks that Pink... somebody who is clearly a favorite. Right. Who is very, Drag very Setlas thinks that Pink Shadora spoke from the heart and wants to be there. She values that. But again, when you have the results being a contestant from season three with a contestant from season two with a contestant from season three and a contestant from season two in the top and bottom, you kind of think especially with the edit already showing you that there are certain queens from certain seasons and they know the math, you kind of knew where things were going. Yeah, you knew where it was going. So let's sit down with our season three sisters. Pink Sidora lays it out straight. She doesn't want to leave and is convinced that Hornella will win and save her. So no words were said, but an official alliance in Pink Sidora's eyes. Yeah. Hornella tells her she is going to be as fair as possible, and I do wonder if she had any doubts of keeping Pink Shadora, which I guess I'm hoping we'll find out next week, right? You think they'll Hopefully. do the normal all-star thing? We'll find out? Yeah. Or are we going to have a Bibi Zahara Benet situation up on our hands? I still think that is so iconic that we still don't know what lipstick was there. One day we'll get it. Do you think Pink Shadora pressured her too much? To who? To Ornella? Yeah. A little bit. I, I think so, too. I think it should have been a little, a little more bit. casual. Being like, it you and me, feel... I know we had our beef, but we're fine. We're sisters. Yeah, but it's... um, But again, it's that whole... The way that, like, Inchadora kind of presents herself. Yeah. It comes across very plastic. Um, Yeah, and I was kind of, like, starting to see the cracks, and I didn't love that. Now to yeah. our possible lovers... Onyx and Setlas will get emotional from the start. And if you didn't know from earlier, these two definitely have had a past, at least post-filming. Setlas is destroyed seeing Onyx in this position. And Onyx will tell her that she loves her and she is the best thing she took from their season, not just as Setlas and Onyx, but as Pablo and Borja. Let's have a kai kai. Just give it a try, try. Um, What do we think about this little duo? I mean, they've cleared the Kiki had turned into a Kai Kai. Um, Do you think this was partially any reason why the two were cast together? Yes. Agreed. The producers know what they're doing. And the casting producers know what they're doing when they're casting people. Yeah. Do 100%. you think we'll find think out more to their bond in future weeks? I think so. I think we'll find out a little bit more. There's got to be like this. I think there'll be like this whole... 
we may see a repeat of what what whatever their relationship is, mm -hmm. or it may just become a whole Banji um Brooklyn situation, which also I still live for after those hilarious. Do you think post show they were just like, oh my God, we're in the same city, fling fling, and maybe when they went on tour, they like shared a, a bunk? Or do you think this was like a full-on emotional romantic relationship? No, this was fully a summer romance. It was a tour romance. I agree. I think that's what it was. It gives me that it gives me that vibe. Was there any any doubt what Setless Mind was gonna do? No. I agree. Now, after a clip of watching the judges make potato omelets, that made me very hungry. We yeah. are gonna see the two of them pick a lipstick, a lipstick. Uh a lipstick. We, we're very much making this like the American version of the show, underscoring and all. Obviously, there's no like booth to go into to pick the lipsticks. They're doing it right in the workroom. Um, but I feel like we're at the point now where the a lot of these international franchises have done their own thing, made their own formula, then came back a little bit and brought in American drag race elements. This time they said, we know what works with the American drag race. We're just going to copy and paste. Yeah, that's what it is. And it worked. It worked. The Queen's return. It is time for a lip sync for your legacy. Now, on the American version of the show, the top two have the chance to change clothes. Not here, apparently. Do you prefer that they couldn't, or do you want a better look? I like that um, they can't. Okay. All right. Tell I kind of like, I thought like, the, because it started, was it, was it All Stars 2? Or I All believe Stars it was All Stars 2. Yes. All Stars 2 was Alyssa, who was the first one to change. Yes. I think. Um, and that's kind of like what starts the whole like starting to change and stuff. But I like it when they don't change. I like it when they don't change and they have to like, for example, um, All Stars 3, when Bendela and Aja had to wear the same thing that they had just worn the talent show. And I thought that was good because it's like they they have to also be smart about that. Right. You know, I've just performed in this and I've done a talent show. But is this going to be able something that I can also lip sync in? Right. The song is Me Gustas Mucho by Rosia Ducal. I love that this was a very classic song and forced both of them to perform in a classic way. Cornella performed it to a crowd while Setless was basically naked and leaned into the tricks when the timing was right for the song. The way that she went down and then camped it up, all eyes were on her. Very smart. Yeah. She knew where the high and lows were. Yeah. So that she knew when to do certain things. This was really going to come down to performance in the talent show on top of a strong lip sync that they both gave. I don't think that Hornella didn't fight. I don't think she wanted to do anything wild for this specific track and show all her cards now. I think that in Ordena's head, um, Ordena's a smart cookie. Did you opinion, notice? When, like, for okay. example, like I remember the last time that we recorded together and we discussed the promo looks for season three. And yes. I told you, I did not like Cornella. I don't think she was presenting anything. I didn't I didn't care for her. And I had to eat my words, honey. Mm -hmm. Because she really did that and then some. So she's definitely one of those queens that really keeps her shit close to her chest. It's true. Really, really does. Um, so I think in this instance, it was like, she's already got the win. She already knows that she's going to go into the next episode. She already knows that she's a front runner because nobody could come for her talent. So why bother winning the lip sync? Right. Why be the you one know? to set the precedent? Yeah, why be that girl? No. Let the other bitch send someone home. Did you notice and... that Pink Shador was shitting bricks in the back? Yeah. She was freaking out. 
yeah, she was having a panic attack. And I was kind of enjoying that. It's the first so, time we've seen her, be honest. It's true. Supreme decides that the winner of the lip sync is Drag Set Loves or Nila Gungar is safe. Do you agree? Yep, I agree. 100%. The time has come to pull that lip sync out of your crotch. Listen, the bitch was wearing no clothes. Where else was she going to hide that lip sync? I mean, could have put it inside somewhere. Ooh, she could have been in a booty hole. Drag Set Loves has chosen... Like Two, eliminate Pink Shadora. Did she make the right decision? Yes. I agree. I think that, unfortunately, I think Pink Shadora is an interesting character. Timing was not on her side. Unfor- like It must suck to be this season three girl who had no time to establish themselves and then be on Drag Race All-Stars. I can guarantee you the next time they do an All-Star, she will get another chance at it. I just I have that feeling that it's going to happen that way. Um, but someone's got to be the first one to go. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to go home. Um, She didn't bring it. She wasn't, she didn't deliver. She did not room service it. I got some burning questions around this podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. What is Pink Shadora's legacy? That beard. The beard, yeah. The beard. Uh, she was a fun character. And... That's what exactly, but you're saying it. She was a fun character. Yeah, that's it. That you, do you see what I mean? You're not saying drag queen. You're saying character. I know. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? I'm going to say the ceiling. I'm just going to say the ceiling had the best the ceiling, episode. The ceiling, the ceiling came that whoever built that set, give them a raise. Literally, that was... That, in, set, needs, that set needs to win an Emmy. Yeah. It's time for Snatch Game. Who will do well and who's in danger, girl? Oh, hope he's going to do well. Poopy's definitely going to do well. Poopy's definitely going to do well. Ornella, I think, will do well. Um, Durichi might do well. Mm-hmm. He does in trouble. I think Paquita and Onyx are in trouble. I think Onyx is definitely in trouble. Unless I hope those acting classes really worked out for her. Paquita and Onyx are in trouble, in my opinion. Um, ah. And I am not, and I am a little bit concerned for Sagittaria. Oh, that's T. That's T. All right. After one episode, the winner of the season is. I'm going to go Setless also. I really do think that she is a really fun character. I know that her time on season two, she really got done dirty. And I think this is a strong case for redemption. So after that first talent show, I mean, obviously she's very good at showcasing a good production number. I'm, I'm engaged. So I'm team Setless. If you follow her on socials, like you can see her repertoire, you can see what she brings. Absolutely. Um, I think definitely it's going to, I think it'll be Setless. I wouldn't be surprised if I also see, like, maybe I really want to say, like, I really want to say that I'll see Judici at the top, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that will come to be because I think she might bundle at the last hurdle. But I wouldn't be surprised if we also see Ornella in the top. We'll find out soon. All we'll right. find out. Where can we find you on social media? And me, you money can find giving. me on my one and only page that I use for my life and for drag. It's at Life by Jorge on Instagram. Um, you can find me on there, and I post all my drag stuff as La Veronica on that same page because I can't be bothered with having like thirty-seven different Instagram accounts. Fair enough. That's just not that's not the tea. Um, I post about myself, about books, about my drag, and. If you want to book me, my links are on there as well. I'm available internationally. Um, please pay my travel. And 
yeah, I'm just happy to have a good time. And hey, if you want to recap more um, Spain, I'm always available. If you want to recap UK versus the world, especially because I personally know some of the queens and I have very good tea, um, I'm also available. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was my absolute pleasure. to kick off the season. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And make sure, everyone, you give your love to Michael Block Talks, okay? <laughs> <laughs>